Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, March 20th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Lunk Dow, excuse me, FUD Dow hosts a discussion on which will 100 X's first, Lunk or Flex? <laughs> Let's take a listen. Good evening, Dow. Good evening, Ryan. That was good timing. My Mrs. Lyon's just gone to bed. So I was just uh, siphoning through Twitter and saw you had made an appearance. I've been in the trenches, Ryan. I've been building. In the literal trenches trying to find Susie or? We've all gone through a lot of hardship last year. But what we must not ever do is, is stop building. We've got to keep building, Ryan. Got to keep building protocols. Can never give up. Bullish on builders. As they say, building the bear. A lot of people talk, but how many build? Not many. If you're a builder, then you're in the few. That's what I say. Yeah, I'm not a builder. I'm one of the many. Would anyone like to come up and share appreciation for the unpaid labor of Dr. Edward Kim? I'm not up on this story. Do you want to, for, for the sake of myself and maybe anyone else who's not fully up on the story, maybe you could give us a, uh, a quick overview? If I must. If I must. You're the best summariser I've ever met. That's a very kind thing to say, Ryan. Coach, you're the best CEO Lunk has ever had. That's a very kind thing to say, Webby. Coach, you're the wisest. We've missed in the bit showering you with praise. Coach, you're the wisest. You interrupted each other. Coach, you're the wisest person that TFL has ever had the honor of having as CEO, one of their many 400,000 plus CEOs. You are the wisest, man. Thank you, Webby. When are you coming to the UK? When's your flight? What's your flight number? <laughs> uh, probably like late fall. Late fall. What does that mean? We don't have, uh, we don't use those words like full. Well, like like October, October. Um, but I'll be going to Japan yo, in December for Christmas. That's cool. Like to find a wife or what? Uh, to have fun, to go to karaoke bars. Um, also uh, to go to the countryside. Yeah, I've got to lose a friend who went to Japan because he couldn't find a wife in America. And um, he said when he went to when he went to Japan, the the Japanese girl they treat the American man like candy. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm going they there just, to go to. I'm getting off. I'm going there for a dojo, man. The karaoke stuff that's on the side, and also um, I'm a huge uh, fan of gaming culture. So I'll be going to some select yeah. stores and um, getting some getting some. Do you stuff. like Do you like Studio Ghibli? Oh, I love Studio like Ghibli. My neighbor Totoro. Yes, yes. Um, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, uh, mm -hmm. Ponyo, My Neighbor Totoro, mm -hmm. all those stuff, man. Yep. I'm actually excited for Ghibli yeah. Fest, man. You know, um, always love it, man. Um, you should check out uh, Bell. It's yeah, a really good film. It's not made by Studio. Yeah, never stop building. But uh, yeah, I see we have ears joining us on the table. That's it, man. Never stop building. Yeah, man. I'm excited for your for for what you're doing for your contributions with Flex, man. Uh, <clears throat> who told you about that? 
I don't know. I was in the gym and then ears just sent me this telepathic message as I was uh, doing my my uh, my tricep rope push down. Well, let me uh, let me move into some relevancy for you. Wabby, don't you think the the token name Flex is pretty unique and interesting? And don't you think that there's potential here to make it the most muscular cryptocurrency community exactly and don't you think that and don't you think that muscles are actually the ultimate insecurity imagine you are a pathetic little nerd and you're walking along and you've got a ledger in your pocket and you think oh it's in my cold storage it's safe because no hackers can get it what happens when ronnie coleman walks up to you and says give me that you fucking nerd do you have any security or are you helpless you're helpless so what if we try and incentivize and encourage true security, which means muscularity? There's no point in having a ledger unless you're over 250 pounds and 5% body fat. Yeah, man. Uh, as I was doing my, uh, my incline dumbbell skull crushers, my flat bench skull crushers, um, my single arm dumbbell skull crushers, my Focus tricep swabby. rope pushdowns, Focus one. Yes, we yes. need to work out. Listen, we need to work out how to attract bodybuilders and strongmen to this community and also yes. incentivize them to start posting on social media. Because here's the other thing as a group, as a demographic, strongmen and bodybuilders are fairly poor. Like if you're in the top 50 in the world, you might make a living, but probably below about 30th, you're talking coaching, right? Personal training, things like that. Um, if you actually want to make a living in terms of maybe bodybuilding competitions and supplements and stuff like that, you've got to be top 10 easily. It's only the Kai Greens. It's only the Ronnies. It's only those guys that make a lot of money. Only the Jay Cutlers. And even a guy like Jay Cutler probably isn't that wealthy. He's probably made most of his money from um, supplements and appearances and stuff, probably inspirational speakers, stuff like that. So, he, he, actually, so, he actually he made a lot of money through uh, through real estate and construction. Well, like that. But that's like that's like his brain divested of, of bodybuilding. Um, what, I'm, what I'm saying is there are a lot of bodybuilders in the world, right? And most of them are poor. Or they make a small living through personal training. Surely we can take all those people and make them advocates for Flex, the most muscular community in the whole of crypto. A community that brings physicality to the blockchain. The rest of crypto so is filled with these spineless little nerds, these ectomorphs, right? These people yeah. who've done no physical training, never fucked, never fought, never learned any martial arts, never hoisted a barbell in their lives. They can't do a fucking thing. All they can do is lay out the little pipes of code, maybe boot up a validator or something like that, right? There are no physical people in the blockchain. What if we bring them in? What if we take over? What if we make Flex the most muscular cryptocurrency community, the most steroid pumped cryptocurrency community? How about that, Webby? How would we do that? How would we incentivize that? That's the question well, I have for you. I think the best thing is to reach out to your local strongman, right? Like for yourself, coach, you have uh, your childhood hero, uh, Big Tell, right? Right. So, so is wearing the back t-shirt with Con and say, Big Tell, oh, I hit a PR. Let me give you my sweaty. I think that's the best way to start, man. Is anyone else not hearing Wabby much? Hello? I can't hear Wabby. Yeah, I heard like two words. Can, can you guys hear me now? Can you guys hear me now? I can, yeah. just don't want to acknowledge it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I think that's a good start, though. Um, what do you think, Ears, or Sefi? Is what do you think we can do with bodybuilders other than just getting them to invest? Because oh. I think there's an interesting situation where most of them are pretty poor and they're looking to make a, a bit of money online and they're also kind of degenerate, like the kind of people who'd inject themselves with mm -hmm. Debo, like Wabby, uh, are people okay. who gamble a bit. Okay, um, well, I think. So, so what do you want them to do? You want them to just rep like the brand or do you want them to just go on camera and say they, they hold flex? 
Um, that's the thing. Like, what's the intended action? Well, yeah. they should talk about it. They should post it on, about it on social media and uh, associate it with muscularity. They should be posting in Telegram and different channels. Um, but, okay, so if they have some intended action, what can they get out of it? That's the thing. Like, how can you financialize their time, which is quite cheaply bought, but I'm not sure how. Mm. I think, so, like, what, what are they looking for? Um, like, well, obviously money. So, so what motivates a bodybuilder? Money, uh, reputation, uh, being amongst popular in the inner circle of, like, winning winning mm. olympiads or whatever they call themselves guys who've won the mr arnold what if uh, we have thing. um what if we have just straight yeah. up like lifting competitions that have to be videoed and then there's flex prize <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, literally, literally that so like um so you have like absurd lifts so you know do you remember i don't know if i ever sent you this channel this guy who's doing like zercher deadlifts and um, like crazy different types of lifts that are just like unconventional. We do like a series like the flex uh, lifting challenge, but it's like these weird unconventional things that nobody else does. Like mm. Strange, strange yeah. lifts. Yeah, let's injure the whole community. Yes, you specifically. I want you to go out there and do a Zercher deadlifts and set a world record yeah, and me, snap something. Let me snap my forearm tendons. Um, I, I think you could motivate a lot of people to do lifting challenges at quite low price because um, lifting forums and bodybuilding forums do this kind of stuff anyway, which is quite interesting. They naturally assemble into a kind of a, a competition social hierarchy thing. Um, one of the challenges that have been common on YouTube have been stuff like uh, 135 for reps challenge, right? OHP and deadlift challenge and things like that. It would be quite interesting if we started like doing a doing a weekly challenge, <laughs> right? Where we we did it like relative to body weight or something, or um, fairly low weight such that many people could rep it. One thirty five for reps is quite interesting if you have um, a lot of people doing it. And then what if we gave just like a hundred flex to each one or something like that? That could be kind of fun because the then the telegram and the social media would constantly be filled with people lifting weights. Bruce, maybe if it's like this whole idea is like culminates in uh, some sort of event at Olympia or something. Well, one of the reasons I like it is or because, like sponsoring someone's like trip to Olympia or some shit. Yeah, one of the reasons I like it is because if you if you conceptualize a ideal flex holder, then we probably want to have an ideal flex holder as some kind of um, Spartan being who's both physical and mental and spiritual and philosophical or whatever, right? And therefore, if you have flex prizes for one aspect of this, like flexing your muscle or lifting a certain weight or winning a competition, that's kind of interesting because it brings the the, the visual, the, like the videos of people lifting and competing and talking about this stuff and the next competition, whatever else, it brings that right into the center of the community, which becomes pretty interesting. And then you have all of the lifting content and the fitness content and, and maybe um, other well-rounded aspects of life right in the center of the crypto community which is kind of interesting and like i'm also imagining stuff like a, a culture of shaming right like like um, you have to sell if you didn't do your press-ups today you have to sell if you didn't participate in at least one competition in the last few months do you know what i mean like some kind of um uh like gated by shaming at least as a funny culture it's like you're, you're kind of a little bit of like you're trolling the uh the people that like it's a little bit of negative uh like ribbing sort of so like to motivate exactly. people in a way. yeah it's like what we do you do at the gym normally right like it's it's what guys hey do listen anyway. man you only did like you know four reps you should be doing six here or whatever you know? yeah it's like just a like a manly thing right a bit of um a bit of criticism a bit of teasing a bit of like that's how you get encouraged but but this whole like concept of kind of shaming on the internet can can be made really absurd and funny so yeah, i quite like it <laughs> hmm. i think it would be nice it would be nice to construct this idea of this ideal flex holder maybe he could be called a flexicon or something whatever whatever he is and he is a certain thing he's like the the, the person who is the 
the pioneer, the innovator, but he's also a person that um, wakes up at 4 a.m. every day and does his bicep curls. And he reads like, um, what's that guy called? Balaji or something. The, the the network state. What's that guy called? Oh, <laughs> Srinivasan or whatever. Yeah. He's a million dollar to Bitcoin type of character too. Yeah. Like, like um, he reads that as he's doing bicep curls and he's putting on his penis in inflation pump or something. It's like... So like, who is the ideal flex holder? Um, I think he's somebody who values both financial sovereignty and also bodily freedom, as in the capacity to do anything you like with your body, to run a long way, to lift huge weights, to protect people, to do whatever. Um, and then from that perspective, you can you can imagine how you would incentivize a community around those things, and how would you, how would how would you start um, involving people and encouraging them to do these things naturally? It'd be quite interesting. Coach, don't you think you're describing Big Tell? What do you mean, Webby? Well, everything you're describing sounds just like Big Tell. Don't you think he should be the one of the first CEOs of Flex? I think that we need to work out how to incentivize people like Big Tell to participate. I think it would be hilarious if you have Telegram and social media just filled to the brim with like bodybuilders <laughs> and strongmen and stuff just posting their lifts with flex tags. Imagine, imagine how absurd that would be. There's a fairly with. strong correlation to, at least in the United States, there is there's a fairly strong correlation between people that like uh, doing kind of muscle work and people that are into things like yes, muscle cars and things like that too, by the way. So it's an interesting thing. And, um, yeah, so, and, and just like just bikini modeling and stuff like that too. So, you know, you like ultimately that's who you're trying to attract is more women into the thing anyway. So it's like <laughs> the, uh, the, the males are sort of like, you know, it's like the reverse sex appeal of like what you do with like women mm. models and stuff like that. Well, like imagine if, if we have a community full of bodybuilders, what a great way to get women in. Right. Like if it's very humor heavy and very uh, muscularity heavy, what better way to, to entice women than that? Like it's the ultimate. It's like the only community there is that's not full of nerds or like disgusting, pathetic creatures. Yep, like, yeah, get, getting those folks to care about like either crypto or be just be in that, in the same room with the same thing. It's just, uh, yeah, it's interesting. um sponsor sponsor one or two like specific controversial bodybuilders mm. kai green's pretty funny yeah get kai green in or like guys competing in the olympia that are known to have done something controversial in their past yeah well i was thinking kai green because he got cancelled so he's in the same yeah. boat as me like he got cancelled for being for doing gay for pay essentially or for for fucking Ooh. grapefruit Right. Well, yeah, this is, this is the stuff now. Okay. So he's big in China now or, or something. So I why think not does... do like, like, Hey, Mr. Olympia, fuck you. We're doing the next Mr. Olympia in China. <laughs> right. What Let's if we just going. try and take over the Mr. Olympia with our, our own version? Yes. Chinese Mr. Olympia. Hong Kong. Hong Kong will do this. Hey, be coerced to participate. Does it really sting or burn to put your penis in a grapefruit? I'm just asking. Um, I don't think it's so. In pure theory, right? Like, is it, it, is it like a I don't think so. I there's, can't there's chime a, in. There's a tendency to, there's a weird intuitive tendency to imagine that the the head of the penis is something like a tongue, and therefore the spice or the sourness will affect it. But I don't think it does. I think it, it doesn't matter at it all. It might be a problem if you have gout, you're not allowed to eat grapefruit. You might not also be allowed to do other things. I have this image of um, bodybuilder competitions, but they're like, rowing a small boat down a stream, like a rowing competition. Massive bodybuilders and tiny rowboats. I like things like that. I like um, the idea of putting people in really strange situations. Did you see the way I contacted Andrew Tate like a year ago, you Yes, about the 
aquarium. The lobsters. lobsters. Yes. Yeah. So before Andrew Tate was famous and he had like thirty thousand followers on uh, Twitter, I messaged him. I was like, "I'll pay because I had too much money and I would actually do this." <laughs> I said, "I'll pay you thirty thousand dollars if I can put you in a room with like ten thousand lobsters, or however, however many lobsters can fill a room with like one meter of water for twenty four hours, and, and we'll live stream it." And it'll be called like Andrew Tate versus lobsters. Um, and he was, he started laughing and like replied <laughs> to me a bit. He what replied he to me. He replied to me a bit and started laughing. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, I, I said, okay, let's do it. And I off, I said, I think I offered like $30,000 and then he blocked me. <laughs> didn't didn't he risk. message? Didn't he message first to Scorpion Dow? Am I misremembering this? No, he, he, I'd been, I'd been talking to him back and forth for, for a while though. Like just just shit posting back and forth, and he just, I guess, like it wasn't on brand for him to to be replying to me or something, so he had to block yeah. me. <laughs> like you can't have some random guy trying to make you his bitch slave and with lobsters or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. That could be a problem. But yeah, it was funny. But I like the idea of um putting. The, the, the funny thing about these bodybuilders is that. Below about the 30th in the world, they have to largely do either coaching, personal training online, you know, designing templates for people, doing Skype coaching of, of people like, say, uh, people around the world who want to get in shape and probably don't realize how many steroids these guys are on, but want to get on shape and, and look them up and then maybe hire them as a coach or something. And they give them some shitty templated program and a meal plan or something. Um, but the rest of the bodybuilders, they're doing stuff like gay for pay. Like there's, there's almost no way you can financialize your body if you have a good body, like a really good body, except if you're at the very top. The rest, you have to do personal coaching, which is shitty, or gay for pay, which is shitty. It would be interesting to give the, these people a way to – like one way I see them is kind of like the – you know students? Students are quite interesting because – a student might earn a very low or below minimal wage doing a bar job, like working at a bar or being a rep or being a promote, promoter of some kind, right? But it's really strange because they're willing willing to accept a very low amount of money relative to their actual ability and relative to what they'll be earning when they graduate. And it's kind of strange, like this paradoxical um, closed world of, of being a student and doing student work because it's like the biggest differential between the your earnings and your brain power like i always found that quite interesting and i always found it ridiculous that people would work so much as students like i've got friends who would work like 30 hours a week as a student i'm like why would you do that voluntarily when you don't really need to because your earning power as a student is so fucking low um you know it's just kind of absurd in terms of like the local economy of, of working in bars or whatever else and i think there's a similar kind of weird thing with bodybuilders in that their earning power relative to the work they put into becoming really fucking muscular and, and buying steroids is very low, um, which is quite interesting. Like, I reckon there's a better way to, to financialize muscularity and somehow use it in this crypto community. I'm not sure how yet, but if we can create some kind of spectacle, maybe that's the way. I think it all comes back to spectacles in the end at some level or the other. Um... Yeah, and it's just like, how do you scale that? And like anything that requires like a lot of coordination, like pe- boots on the ground, people doing shit, that's a whole nother layer of like tasks, right? Mm. Versus sitting here hanging out and chit chatting about something, like you know, actually organizing events and whatever. Yeah, is a the whole question, thing. The question is kind of like, let's say there's a broke bodybuilder, and he has relatively unlimited time to spend on social media. Mm. How what what can he do that will produce more income than you pay him if you're paying him some flex tokens or something? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> That's specific to like this particular skill set, either monetizing your looks or yeah, whatever. Right. Hmm. that's kind of the question it's like how do you because it's it's okay it's funny it's like like the the arnold schwarzenegger going to the movies or whatever that was that remember so Mm. 
but hmm. Although it's going to get a lot easier to make movies now with all this AI shit coming out where people are like doing like speech to movie and whatever. So maybe like these people will be able to sort of be like mini movie stars in these things in the very short term. Maybe all we have to have is infrastructure ready to like take that on. And maybe it is possible like people sort of monetize into like little action heroes or whatever the fuck else like from their from their like real life thing to this like uh, like not VR but like whatever it is like it's like you can monetize like their entertainment value somehow. I don't know. <clears throat> I think they would do a lot of time consuming things for relatively little flex, which is kind of interesting. I think you also just need to create like a social environment where they would do these things anyway. You know what we were talking about a long time right. ago exactly, with like the, the forums and the way if you create like a social kind of um, web of people, they organize into these weird competitions and things in different aspects. Yeah. It's, like, like, it's something that you are, you're feeding upon like the natural instinct that's there already. Something they would already be doing. So now this is just like a bonus to them in a sense. It's not really work at that point, right? It's like, like you're, you're, you're pretty much incentivizing what they would have done anyway, but like benefiting the, the, the system somehow. Yeah, it's like it works without crypto. So add crypto to it and it should work better if you do it right. I don't know that there's anything that targets a specific community that I'm aware of. Have you heard of anything? Like outside of just, you know, the usual just crypto noise, like <laughs> you know, the usual things. I don't think there's something like this, but mm -hmm. People have done some like things that are like live event type things. Like I know some of the NFT people, they do their like, you know, you know, parties at conferences and whatever. But I don't know. That all seemed pretty lame to me. Cause because imagine like imagine you're trying to throw um I don't know, you're you know, something akin to a rave essentially. You're trying to throw a big event. Like the crypto native people and the people that are into like great music dancing and you know everything else that might be two different groups of people right so you wind up with this weird like disconnect between like what makes a good party and like what makes a good you know bunch of crypto nerds and they don't they don't intersect necessarily but um yeah i don't know maybe, maybe like by by rallying around a specific sport or something like that um you avoid the problem of like just having it a pure nerd fest like you said the best advertising the Flex token can have is big green candles. Lots of big green candles. I don't disagree with that. We have um, true always. We have that sorted. I, I definitely want to create a culture where people can can come and shit post and like post workouts and all kinds of shit. <laughs> Just like a, a really dizzying mix of things. I think would be really funny. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention, uh, Bruce, like one of the things that really would be very useful if uh, Mark Lamb and his team or whatever are going to build it is um, there needs to be a ability of the exchange where people can like share not just links to it, but like, you know, like something that you share, maybe a dashboard or maybe some win you made on some crypto, whatever the hell it is. Mm -hmm. And you can share that on Twitter or wherever else. And it's an easy button you can push while in the app. And it's already like Twitter optimized. You can post it and go, hey, look, I, you know, I bought this, you know, Bitcoin or whatever. And it went up, look at it. And like you can you can do these kinds of interesting um, things. The shareability in, in crypto right now is pretty weak compared to like a lot of Web2 type things. Um, most sites and most dashboards were not particularly great at it, but one that we all know really well was remember the, the, the smart stake burn chart, you know, for UST. Oh, look, this is how much was burned and this is this. And like, you know, everyone would like post that. And, um, even their website, it wasn't like you could just push a button and just like post it straight to Twitter, but that would be really cool. Like this ability to like, I don't know, create something shareable. Um, and yeah, yeah th if that includes the bodybuilding thing, sure, that would be obviously it's almost 
out of necessity, you'd have to have something shareable for that, right? But yeah, I like. Um, what about like proof of muscularity for trading for discounts? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Why not? Um, but no, you're like, talking I, about a fairly small subset again, right? It's like, do you want to narrow this down to such specific things? It's hard to find enough people that are specifically interested in that one mm. thing, right? I don't know. I like I like the idea of um, creating something super shareable for claimants who do derivatives, like using your claim as collateral or something, and then 10xing. That should be like it should produce the most braggy braggy shareable thing in the world like i made it all back yeah another thing too is you know how people have done the um you know it's like almost like a copy trading thing um but take that to another level where it's like um you have someone they have like some specific trade they're making and they're like "Ooh, bruce is doing x y and z i want to do that and it sounds complicated. There's like some grid involved or something. And like, so you have created this thing. And then like, um, all you have to do is like, you can share that and then people can go straight to the page and it will take them exactly to where they need to go to like buy that strategy. Right. So like it benefits you, the guy who like created the strategy. And then maybe it benefits indirectly the, in, like the exchange, obviously, because they get uh, attention. But it creates mm. a reason for you, the person who built the strategy, to actually bother to tell anyone about it because you get some benefit on top of whatever you were going to make on the strategy itself, right? That'd be kind of neat. Um, yeah. But yeah. these shareable, these things that are super, super shareable, like virality is like critical with these things. Yeah, and, I was, yeah, for sure. Interesting. Um, you know, they have those like cameo sites where you can hire some shitty celebrity to say happy birthday to you or something. Oh. Oh, are you, are you here, Sophie? I disconnected him. I was getting bored of what he was talking about. Oh, it's okay. Yes, Bruce, I do know those sites where you can hire celebrities to do saying something for you. Please continue with your why is, um Why is Lucas continually connecting disrespectfully i don't know i don't know what's gotten into this guy i think there was an issue with android phones and spaces i did here so it could be that i don't understand why he's so disrespectful let's try that <clears throat> well, I was imagining some weird, weird system whereby if somebody wins a trading competition or shares some kind of massive win uh, for trading, they gain the right to control bodybuilders, <laughs> make them do things. And there's like, a, and there's a queue of bodybuilders who are willing to work for like $10 an hour. And if you win a competition, you get to, you get to make the bodybuilder Ooh. do it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean? So, so, so they so vote like, on what poses they're going to throw, and then a decentralized vote determines who the winner was of the the bodybuilding show. Uh, I don't. I wasn't thinking about that. That sounds more homosexual than I'm willing to to do. Not homosexual enough. I was thinking that bodybuilders want to earn money, and people who win competitions. Uh, would be would be interested in using them for something, <laughs> giving them a way to earn. It's like it's like you've you've earned the right to control them for half an hour or something. You see what I mean? I see, I see. I was I would I'm just trying to assemble all the parts. I reckon there's some way of assembling them in a funny way. You see what I mean? Like a a funny kind of organization, like a flowchart going round, arrows going mm -hmm. round. Mm-hmm. Like some kind of a flywheel, some kind of a bodybuilder flywheel effect. Some, some, some way in which you could incentivize the, the bodybuilders to do something at low cost. And you could use the, the trading competitions to incentivize people to, to make degen trades and then convert some of that profit or fee into earnings for the bodybuilders and then have the bodybuilders be like the promotional force for the exchange. And it just goes around in this weird fucking circle. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Like we actually finance and fund bodybuilders to live that lifestyle, you know, quit your job, quit your job. You're a prospect. We think that you could become a pro, get your pro card, like get your Diana bowl, get your, you know, whatever drugs you need. We're going to fund you and we're going to put you through your paces and you're going to become Mr. Olympia. I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking like giving them a little part-time job. <laughs> a bit of work no, we're going to fund these bodybuilders from being a cashier, being a coffee, you know, barrister, barista, not barrister. Maybe, maybe it is a barrister. Start them out at like age of six or something, right? Yeah. Well, maybe as a barrister who's actually naturally, like genetically gifted, but he never got the opportunity to to try and become a bodybuilder, like a full-time bodybuilder. We've got to do some kind of genomic testing, but I don't think we've got the time or the inclination to do that. I certainly don't have the bandwidth for it, but I'm sure that between us, the Flex community, we can fund just a couple, like one or two prospects, and, and we can we can get them through the uh, the process, and they can be like Flex-sponsored, you know? Well, Bruce, you know, you could just simply have the concept just kind of go viral or whatever and see how popular it is, like post on different like fucking like Reddit nerd forums mm. and different places and just see how much uh, like, you know, like just tease it out there. Like, OK, there's this thing coming, um, you know, it's going to be huge, blah, blah, blah. And like, see, see what the response is, you know. I'm just imagining growing this crazy like tokenomic white paper where there are different arrows. And it points to inefficiencies and things. It's like, right now, there are 20,000 bodybuilders around the world who are over 200, <laughs> under 5% body fat. And yet they, they have to either do gay for pay or coaching, uh, neither of which they like. And then, and then you like transition, like another problem, 20 million claimants are waiting to unlock their funds. And then another problem. Yeah. You know what you have is like, you, have, you know how they do, you know how, uh, uh, what was it like? Remember there was like these, infographic like videos for like white whale and Terra and stuff where there's like mm. there's all these like you know there's like an animation and there's like a dude and he's like a bodybuilder you walk he's he's put he's benching and then he does this and then he does that and then he's like wait am i gonna go gay for pay or am i gonna go for what and then you have like a whole infographic with the whole thing that'd be funny yeah yeah and and like you go through all of these corners separately and then you zoom out and they all fit together fucking perfectly. You know what I mean? Like, like somehow you've, you've aligned them all in this bizarre, like Escher, tri triangular Escher staircase or something where like the, the degenerate trades fund the bodybuilders and the bodybuilders fund the promotional activity and the promotional activity gets the claimants and the claimants turn into the degens. And it just goes like, around. wait a minute, I can, I can like make this going degen instead of going gay. So I'm going to go this route. Yeah, it, it, it gives my everyone a, or some it should shit. give everyone yeah. a solution. Like the bodybuilder should find a solution, the the trader should find a solution, and the claimant should find a solution. It should it should like. But, but wouldn't solve this be the same? Like, wouldn't this tool be identically the same thing? Like, let's say a prostitute would want though. It's some or maybe not. I don't know what you mean, but there's you disgust me. There's a wider world out there, Safi. Um, well, I'm just saying, like. I I think the idea of coaching can be taken um, a bit further because that is sort of what they can do for other people, right? They've gotten big or whatever, mm. and they can show other people how to do this. So I'm wondering how you can apply it to this DGen community. And the idea of this, you know, you're you've got some position that you're doing well on um, that you can share to people. What if uh, you have like these runnings and rankings or competitions? And then you assign a bodybuilder as like a coach to one individual person and then see how they do. And then they have to like, you know, uh, work out as they're told. Uh, and, you know, you can make it <laughs> semi-public on uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. Or like maybe there's the three like uh, champions or something like that. And the sponsorship like of the champions and their training and everything has something to do with like what you're doing with the coin and how the community is like, you know, how it maybe ties in with their gambling lifestyle or something, right? Like it. Like fundamentally, if you're going to be fitter, you're going to make better trades, right? Unless you're 
really really degen um but uh so in that way you could have these celebrity bodybuilders like take someone under their wing to improve them trading you know you can have like a scrawny guy to like what would lucas do if he was forced to coach someone into uh, making it all back from the ftx account what's the what's the uh What's the regime that he would put someone through to prepare them for that? Grip. Training. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. I think Lucas is trying to join, but he hasn't managed it yet. No, I've IP blocked him. I've IP blocked him from this space. I don't think that we want someone like lucas talking in this in this space frankly having having read some of his tweets i think he tweets for effect i think he tweets to get a reaction and that's not the kind of person that i want talking in this space to impressionable minds a lot of people here are just lunk simple lunk people see simple folk who want to listen and be spoken to plainly uh, I don't think they want people who tweet for effect. I don't want him to join another account. Maybe he's banned. That would be fine. Sad to see Ed Kim quitting the Lunk blockchain, though. Very sad. That is sad. Does anyone want to come up and talk about um, appreciation for Ed or whatever? Because you guys are the ones who made him quit. Anne probably wants to say something, I'd imagine. He's yeah. probably got something philosophical to say about Ed Kim. Right. Do we like Ed Kim? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he's a he's all right. I mean, he, he did he didn't really say what he what he really wanted to say. He was a bit of a pussy. I think that's the main problem with Ed Kim is that he's a pussy. Other than that, he's like a decent bloke. Seems clever. Just a pussy. He seems like, to me, like I've not really followed too much of this lunk drama, um, even though I spent spent an inordinate amount of time in, in lunk spaces. Um, I can't really understand what they're talking about, but it seems to me from the beginning that Ed Kim was too smart for the lunk blockchain, and I don't know what he was playing at, like messing about with in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he's an academic at heart, He's not a grifter. He's not uh, a founder. He's not a, a man. He doesn't have an economic bone in his body. He just wants to study AI and and distributed systems. And somehow he got lumped in with this crazy crowd of goblins who are all screaming about dollar prices. And he just doesn't know how to escape. He's like standing. He's like C three PO on the on the chair and Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, and they're all hoisting him up in the air, like. And he's, he's like, "How the fuck do I get out of this situation? Put me down! Put me down!" Um, you know, so it's funny. Just... Here's uh, when Bruce came up with the like, uh, I don't know, like, you know, the lunk promotional thing. You know, where he kind of like started posting about it and stuff. I was like, Bruce, um, man, you're fucking crazy. What are you doing? And I had never expected any fucking developers to take anything seriously, right? Like these people came out of thin air and I'm like, wait, what? You're going to do what to the blockchain? I'm like, Jesus Christ, we're here. We are like, just like, it's like, okay, like maybe it's a pump and dump. Maybe it goes up because like it has a lot of upside because it, it got wrecked. But like what you're going to develop on it? Like that was, uh, that was weird to me. Like, did you actually yeah. think that was going to happen years? Like, what was the XTFL? Is that? Is that thing? I don't think Ooh. so. Who, who, sorry? Kim. Ed Kim, yeah. What's wrong no. with you, man? Have you not been keeping up for the last nine months? <laughs> no, I actually said that at the beginning of me starting asking Jesus these questions. Christ. No, Ed Kim's not XTFL. I he just thought he doesn't was. Have a, he doesn't have a scammer bone. You're, so, you're so fucking racist, man. Like, everyone Asians, you agree Oh, wait, you think that he's everyone, like... <laughs> this is so racist. Everyone uh, Asian is now, like, Korean and works at TFL. Jesus Christ. 
holy shit, Ryan. Oh, did you think that he's like Doe or Will? He thinks Ed Kim is Doe Kwan. He thinks Ed Kim is Doe Kwan. Ed Kim is not Doe Kwan. They're separate. Oh, you are so cancelled. They they are both. They are both. They are both psychopaths, but nothing else. Ryan has the gall to claim that all Asians are smart. Right. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, Sefi, uh, I didn't. I didn't see the potential in Lunk. As soon as the DPEG happened, I said, "Well, that's fucking over then." Well, that's dead, isn't it? Clearly, I mean, it's not coming back, is it? Surely, surely not. And I was right. I'm sorry, yes, but this is too boring. I want to hear who London Scammer is. <laughs> He's joined Champagne Pappy. No, I'd honestly, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Um, I just saw this on my uh, feed, figured I'd give it a join. But uh, yeah, I still don't know what you're talking about. I'm mm. not really uh, big into crypto or anything. No, us neither. It's just, it's been imposed on us. What would you rather speak about? Honestly, who plays Valorant? All right. No. Why, why can't Lucas connect? He's the only one who can never connect. So you need to update his app or something. Hey, guys. Hello. <laughs> I for sure thought that uh, Ed Kim works for TFL. I'm with you, Ryan. I got you back. It is a sad day. The sad day is upon us. The great cloud has descended. Ed Kim has left the building. But there is definitely another subject we need to discuss. Lunk Jesus has blocked the community. Twitter Jesus no longer wants to talk to us. Does anyone know why Jesus is so angry? Mm, you know, this Lunk Jesus person feels like season like seven or eight of a TV show where no one cares anymore. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like... Oh, they've done another season? Like, as another character? Oh, I'm who's this? Fasc- Lunk Jesus, whatever. I'm fascinated by this Jesus because I never talked to him, and he blocked me. I was like, what? Why? You're Jesus. You're supposed to love everyone. I don't know. I, I, I kind of understand where he's coming from, to be honest with you. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, it's a sad day. Ed Kim has left the building. Hmm. I've never spoken to Ed Kim. Bruce, have you? Yes. He oh. was a mythological character that I could I didn't I've, actually believe existed. I've honestly. spoken to him many times. He hmm. came and cried on my shoulder many times. <clears> hmm. <throat> <sighs> well, it's a sad day, I suppose. I think. Yes. Although he he could get back to like curing cancer or the fuck he was doing before though. That's the good thing, right? Mm, yeah. He's, he's been working on like machine learning and stuff. Computer computer science professor. He's hoping yeah. he's going to get into the next Y Combinator batch with his new AI learning machine blockchain. Yeah, you can imagine he, he will come up with some good idea but it might not be business sensical he, really, what, he, what he needs is somebody to take his brain and put it within business constraints but right now he's not only not doing that he's somehow attaching it to Lunk Probably not yeah. the best time to be working on a dead chain in the time of the AI boom for an AI researcher or whatever he is. Yeah, you, you got to say he'd probably get 100 times better return on his time if he actually spent his, uh, his efforts and his bandwidth on the subject that he's most educated in, which is like, like you're saying, which is going through some kind of systemic hype cycle and uh, ballooning to insane valuations right now. Hmm. Yeah, his wife probably looks at him late at night and says, 
this was your area of expertise at the peak of your life, at the time where launching a startup in this domain would have both capitalized on your experience, your skills, your, your reputation, everything right at the right time. And you spent it repairing the Lunk blockchain and renaming repositories. It's not even that. It's being too scared to even quit publicly in a, in a, in a manly way. It's just being like hiding under a chair while, while he's being chased around by trolls on Twitter. Like, get, get off Twitter. Just delete Twitter. Delete Twitter immediately. That's what I would do if I were him. Yeah, the perfect guy who to fix the long blockchains already come along and being uh, ostracized. So, you know, I'm talking about St. Jacob. It was Doak One. Doak One was the best man to fix the Lunk blockchain, but he decided he couldn't That's do true. it. Yeah, Dokon could have done this shit in a day. It would be interesting to take the the sum total of everything that has been done on the Lunk blockchain in the last nine months and see how quickly TFL could have done it. I reckon you're talking about two days, which is kind of fascinating. Yeah, pretty much. Like literally two days. That's yep. it. I'd say that's yeah, technically pretty feasible because a lot of the issues come from like slow upgrades that have to be like synced and checked. But if you do everything quickly, right, and they and they have and they have all the the background of familiarity, right? Yep, and they can switch over the services themselves, and yeah, and sixty person team, and they built the fucking thing. (laughs) I think it's pretty hilarious, really. (laughs) Bruce, have you got any uh, any updates on on Lord Dokon? Has he been chatting to you at all? A little bit, yeah. Um, he's just working away. He's not worried about the SEC thing, though, interestingly. I asked him about it and stuff uh, a while back. He was like, the Korean thing was far worse. So I don't really care. I'm not worried. Well, yeah, he's like, I'm never going to America, so fuck those guys. I love that clip. with the, It was pre, the pre-cash clip with where they're going, like, aren't you worried about American regulations? And he's like... No, <laughs> like, I don't care yeah, about he's what like, you're doing in America. Yeah, he like the arrogance of the the person who believes their policy applies everywhere or whatever, just at one country. I think the, the issue is that that um they can prevent the access. Like if the SEC has a problem or whatever, they can take away uh, Luna from American exchanges because the exchanges don't want to risk listing it. That's kind of annoying. It's like you have to care if you want people to access it. The whole thing is really annoying. Um, what Jared said a few months ago was interesting, that they're developing their own like settlement layer and are aiming to get completely around centralized exchanges ASAP. Like That's his, his goal. So um, Dokon will likely be the one who beheads CZ given enough time. Is he gunning for that? Is what? He's coming for CZ's head. I thought they were lovers. Where did you hear they were lovers? Well, there's a space circulating all over the internet that CZ's been trying to get down where Doquan and CZ were lovers. Don't know. Mm. Maybe in the past. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I've never heard of this rumor before. I don't know who would spread such a thing. I think it was zero X years, actually. Which fudge this? The most popular space ever produced all over YouTube about uh, Doquan and CZ being lovers. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was a bit weird. I didn't expect CZ to share quite that much information, but there you go. That's what he did. And uh, I think he's enlightening. Yeah. I hope he comes back for a second space. It's been, he's been, you know, he's been busy, but I, I think, I think CZ is probably due a, a return visit uh, pretty soon. Although he threatened a little lit- litigation, didn't he, on the last one? Bruce, we need to figure out how to coax uh, CZ into coming. What do we need to do? What do you think? 
I don't know, Sefi. I don't know. I'm trying to work out how to get Lucas to speak. He doesn't seem to be able to. <laughs> like the first problem is that. Yeah. And then we can worry about CZ next, huh? Well, there's something interesting about Lucas. <laughs> does, he, does he have some recent news, Lucas? Mm. I bet it's because of his Android phone, as I explained to you like is an that, hour ago. Is that, but is that, but like, I've never had this problem with anyone else here. And presumably a few people have been Android. I think it's like a recent thing. Is anyone here on the speakers panel on an Android phone? I am not. I had trouble getting into somebody's where what happens is when you join, it immediately um, kicks you out of the space too. So it, it, you can't like you just have to stay listener, otherwise you get kicked automatically. It's weird. <clears throat> so some sort of bug. Well, that sucks. And I wasn't able to fix it, so I, it might be that we have to like recreate a space just to get Lucas in. <laughs> like, or maybe that'll work. Maybe it won't. What if, what if I've never had anyone have a problem space. getting mine? Hmm? If Lucas hosts the space, would that work? Yeah, it'll work. I think it'll work. You can you try hosting then, Lucas? Yeah, you know, Lucas and host. We can all jump on. I don't know if you can hear me. It's, it might be. Uh... We haven't been able to chat with Lucas in a while, so that's this is an imperative. Like, we mm. should really consider this. <laughs> we'll do this for Lucas. But yeah, I think if he does, if he just creates one and we just jump on, it should be fine. I don't know if he has time, but. Well, I just want to. <clears throat> I want to be tech support at this point. <laughs> he's um, he's just sitting down there. <laughs> what to do? What to do? Oh, he started a space. Oh, he did. All right, I'm switching. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Fud Dow hosting a discussion on which will 100 X's first, Lunk. Or flex. Recorded on Monday, March 20th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often ate the shrooms Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Thank you.
Eternal Spaces. Eternal Spaces.